We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello and welcome to the Wire Fantasy Football Show. We're talking Saturday's four-game slate at DraftKings. I'm Adam Zedroik, joined by Jordan Cooper and Ryan Belangi. And the big thing is, so I'm so excited. I'm just going full Aston Villa. I got the Gabby Bonlahor jersey on. Jordan, how does it feel to not have to talk about Liverpool, Chelsea, Manchester City? Doesn't, doesn't it feel good? Well, it doesn't feel good when we're going to talk about Aston Villa as if they're they are those teams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we got we got James Ward Prowse in here too. So yeah, well, there you go. Here. The show's over. James Ward Prowse, all the Aston Villa. Click enter. You're done. Line up. No, we got we got some other things here, but yeah, Aston Villa two point oh seven implied goal total. Everyone else is below 1.5. They also, Essenville also have the best clean sheet chance here at 40, 43, 44%. It's pretty much expected that, you know, this Wolves Brighton match will be low scoring, uh, Watford Burnley. But uh, I think one thing I'm interested in, just not from a DFS perspective, just to, just to see how like a team like Norwich and Watford are going to come into this game week. We only have what four matches left for these teams and they're sitting at the bottom of the table. They're either going to make their final push or they're going to lose. They're going to lose these matches more, you know, three, no, four, no results kind of things. But just looking at the slate here, we got Aston Villa. What's the first look here at forward? Uh, Ryan, you mentioned in your article, you don't like talking about Dwight McNeil. Is Dwight McNeil our first look here, or are we going with one of the goal scorers for Aston Villa? Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'll end up throwing it to Jordan for cash games at forward just because, uh, yeah, I put McNeil I, because I just don't really like any of the forwards too much. I mean, I don't think there's anybody that, you know, you have to roster. I, I put a little note in at the end. If if Ezzy starts for Palace, I mean, he took all the set pieces last week and, and he's 5,500. So probably pretty much a lock for cash games if he were to get the start. Um, I, I put McNeil in there because uh, without Cornette and um, without Westwood, McNeil's, you know, definitely going to take half the sets and it's, it's a good matchup. You know, I wouldn't recommend a Burnley player 
if they weren't playing against a team like Watford. Um, but we don't really have much else. I don't know. Is there an argument for paying nine, eight for, for Zaha? I don't know. I mean, you probably can afford it, but it's not something I want to do. What do you think about forward Jordan? Uh, well, I think obviously it depends on who's starting. So like you mentioned as a before easy, as I call him easy, uh, if he's in, uh, he's not in the projected 11, most likely only say starts and Gallagher's in and, He's he's not going to start. Uh, also with Pascal Gross, whether or not he starts, most likely he doesn't. But at seven thousand, you with the you know the majority of set pieces for Brighton. I'm not a big fan of that game overall, uh, but he's an option there. Uh, did here it, the two questions I have about okay, forward I, to me forward's the more interesting position on this slate because you don't like anything that you do. Uh, midfield, to me, midfield is straightforward. Uh, defender, we're going to get to, you could do whatever the hell you want a defender. Uh, cause I don't think there's anyone like you have to pay up for or anything. Uh, do you think, uh, Ryan? Okay. Cause here are the, here are the questions that I have. Uh, we have James Ward Prowse on the slate for 10, four. Like to me, like he, he comes preloaded into my, into my cash lineup. Like, there's, there's, there's no question. I'd much rather play Ward-Prowse than anyone else on the slate. Pay up for him. No problem whatsoever. Uh, if you had a choice, I'm not convinced that uh, McNeil is better than Ollie Watkins at 7,700. Plus 115 goal scoring odds for Aston Villa. Most likely plays 90, 87, you know, something like that. Aston Villa are by far the biggest favorite on the slate, most likely going to have a wealth of possession. Uh, you have Coutinho up there at 9,000, who has a higher floor, but it doesn't typically play 90 minutes. He'll play 70 to 75 minutes. Uh, you probably could afford Coutinho at 9,000, especially if you're going to go down in one midfield spot and not spend up much at defender. Uh, but And then at the bottom, you have uh, Josh King if he starts for Watford. He's going to be 3,700 and he has penalty duty. And it's not like I'm scared of Burnley. So mm -hmm. like understand Josh King has no floor. So you're paying $3,700 for possibly one point or 14 points. Uh, that, and I don't, I'm not even sure this is the type of slate where you even want to punt at forward. I almost feel like yeah, I'd rather punt at a defender spot than at a forward spot. So that doesn't look as appealing, but I'm still trying to McNeil is much more of my style of, of player peripherally half the set pieces, you know, facing, you know, facing Watford. Don't mind the matchup. He'll get, he'll, he'll have, he'll have, you know, eight points, 10 points, probably six to like somewhere around there. The likelihood of having have 28 points is probably low. Right. So it's like, do I want a good, you know, eight, 10 points or something? Watkins, on the other hand, Watkins could have a hat trick, right? Watkins, even his floor in this matchup probably is five or six. It's like, it's not low, low. So for the a $200 difference, I mean, McNeil's $200 more. Uh, if I'm going with the approach of like, how do I fit an Aston Villa into my lineup type of thing? Like, why not? Why not just play Watkins over McNeil? I mean, hell, you could build liners with McNeil and Watkins if you want. But 
if I'm going to spend, if I'm going to spend money on forward position, why wouldn't I just spend it on an Aston Villa player? Um, yeah, you sold me. I'm, I'm not going to argue with you. I, I'd go, for, I'd probably go with Watkins. I think he probably has a decent floor in this spot. Like you mentioned, multiple goal upside as far as him versus Coutinho. Uh, I don't even know that Coutinho necessarily has that much higher of a floor. And I think Watkins is probably more likely to score. So, yeah, I, I, I'm on board with that. I, I could well, go Why not? Watkins. We just plug in Watkins. You plug in Leon Bailey. That's what I was going to ask. I wanted, wanted to hear your thoughts on Bailey. Well, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a huge, I'm not a huge fan of it. I mean, obviously on, on last week's slate, he was way too underpriced. Now he's 5,800. But if he's going to play, like, if he's going to play 90, if he's going to, I mean, he's, why not? He's 50. I mean, Aston Villa is by far the biggest favorite on the slate. What what makes me want to play an, a forward from another team? Why am I paying 9,800 for Zaha? Why am I uh, paying 7,400 for Dennis? I mean, the only other player that maybe you could make a case for is like Ismail Asar at 6,400, but Really, like you, you have to hope for regression. Like we're basing a lot of SARS metrics on like a year ago, and he's just really not. Like if he's not involved in a goal or an assist, he he doesn't have as that high of a floor as he used to have. Yeah. Uh, and for that price, like if I'm going to choose between a sixty-four hundred dollars SAR playing for Watford or fifty-eight hundred for Bailey playing for a team that has an over two total, and I mean, probably the goal scoring odds are probably dramatically different, right? Sar we have is oh, plus 260, and Bailey is plus 200, and he's cheaper. Like, it's just all these Aston Villa guys have much better goal scoring odds. That, like, wh- wh- why do I want to guess? Why don't I just plug in Aston Villa players and just, I'll wait for the two or three goals, and hopefully they come through my guys. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of agree. That's why like, Ryan, like what I said in the beginning, it's like we're going to talk about Aston Villa like we talk about Man City. It's the yeah, I didn't slate. It just feels that way. I yeah, you know, I didn't want to. Just, I didn't want it to be that easy. Um, I I didn't put Watkins or, or I mean, I didn't highlight Watkins or Bailey in the article. I went with uh, McNeil and King, but yeah, I think it's probably. I think I'm probably wrong about that. I'm with you. The Watkins cheap enough. Bailey like, is. You're, like, for instance, Ryan, if you were to play McNeil and King in your lineup, I don't think that's bad. Right. It, for, for a macro view of DFS soccer. It's just that that would make more sense on a slate where, in addition to Ward-Prowse, we have, like, Man United and you play Bruno Fernandez. Like, if you're play, paying up twice mm-hmm. at midfield. But once we get into the midfield, like, really, Ward, to me, Ward-Prowse is the only guy worth paying up for on this entire slate. And I was building lineups, even with Ward Prowse that I'm, I have money left. Like I've like, I'm paying up for a defender that I really don't even care that much because I can, right. It's like, it's a, yeah, they have a higher projection, but it's not like I'm thrilled. Right. Or you, or you, if you're paying down in one defender spot, now you're paying for like, like two fifty. Five hundred to six thousand dollar midfielders or defenders that I don't really care that much about either. It's like like we'll talk about like Brownhill and Matinho, and it's like like what am I doing? What am I doing? Why aren't I just paying up? Why am I playing Josh King in a forward spot? Why am I why am I paying for McNeil when I could just play Bailey? 
or Watkins or something like it just it just it just feels like it's quite possible in my cash lineup I will have six Aston Villa players in my like it's quite which includes a goalkeeper right it's yeah. quite possible only because at their prices at their goal total it make like they're 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 a cheaper version of Man City. It makes sense, and you're just <clears throat> yeah, you're not missing out on much. So yeah, right. Do you feel like do you feel like like at the forward spot since we're still on forward? Do you feel like if you plugged in two Aston Villa guys, even if one of them is Coutinho, I don't think you need to pay ninth day K for him. Do you feel like like oh my god, uh, if and if if Weghorst scores, I'm I'm screwed. Like <laughs> not, do you, like, it's bad, like it does it just doesn't feel like uh, as of right now. Obviously, if Eze is in, I consider Eze to be like as much of a plug-in as James Ward-Prowse into my lineup. But assuming our projected lineups at rotowire.com, which is on the cheat sheet, rotowire.com slash soccer trial, no credit card required, go try it out. Uh, assuming everything is, is pro- as projected lineups, like I don't feel like I'm missing, I don't I, none of these forwards. Like, yeah, sure, anyone could score. But I, I don't, I don't like Jay Adams. Like, am I scared? Am I scared of Raul Jimenez? Am I scared? I'm not scared of anyone. Nope, I agree. So a lot of that conversation is basically based off of Liam Bailey starting and Joshua King starting. And I think, I think we have to talk about, you know, the chances that either of them don't start. So if you don't have Joshua King in there, we have Joao Pedro back in the starting 11. Uh, that's a real possibility. And then Villa, we have it's a real possibility that Buendia or Danny Ings is back in the starting eleven for them. So we have those, and there's a chance. I guess we can. Uh, I'll, I'll assume that Eze is not in. Um, so the, there's a chance the cheapest forward is Joao Pedro at 5800, and Liam Bailey is not starting. What What is your take on that situation? Um, yeah, that's actually, it's good to bring up because we can see, I, it's not going to surprise me at all if things starts over Bailey, uh, who knows about Josh King. Um, well, you're, you're going to have the salary. Um, so I don't think, I don't think it'd be that big of a deal as far as like who I would look to in the cheap range. Uh, there, what, there might be a cheap Southampton forward, right? That's cheaper than, than, uh, Pedro. Yeah, um, I guess you'd be looking at Broja if he starts. I think you could still probably roster maybe McNeil and Watkins or something like that. I don't know. What do you think, Jordan? No, yeah, I'd still. I mean, to me, it wouldn't affect anything because most likely I'm not rostering King no matter what. Yeah. Right? Well, you're uh, just talking about Bailey, though. What do you mean it wouldn't affect anything? Well, then I just play McNeil in that spot. Yeah, right? but I mean, just that, then we I have mean, Bailey's fifty-eight hundred and, and McNeil is. Well, then you move around. We'll get, well, once we get to defend. You just said you'd plug in. It's a two K no, difference. No, once we get to defender, you'll you'll find out that you could do whatever the hell you want because there's nothing worth paying for. So, do you have to pay over five K for two defenders? No, you could go down. Like, dude, we'll, we'll dude, you're gonna love defender because I you think, might I you know center yeah, backs are viable in cash at the you, you might be able to make a change at midfield either. I don't know. We'll get there, but Jordan seemed pretty confident that he just knew the three midfielders he was gonna play. So, so. Okay, we'll see. Um, but yeah, I I think you'd be able to find some money, Adam, to, to answer your question, just because Ward Prowse is the only priority and you're not missing out like on anything else. Yeah. So just move some money around. I want to bring up we haven't really 
I mean, we've kind of glossed over Zaha here, but Zaha had a 23-point floor last match. Southampton seemed to allow at least one goal every game. They just gave up two goals to Brighton, who aren't the best scoring team. Uh, not a cash play. But, I mean, though you could consider it if you have the money. 9,800 is a lot for Zaha in cash games. But he's shown to have, you know, a decent floor without set pieces this season. But in terms of tournaments here, 9,800, how popular do we think Zaha is going to be just in terms of that price? And, I mean, I think he has pretty decent upside here just in in this Southampton Crystal Palace match. He's plus 240 to score. So what are you saying? Not going to be Ninety-eight hundred is a little pricey for plus two forty to score. So you think, yeah? So because you don't think you'll so be popular? We got so many other guys that are with three thousand cheaper that have better goal scoring odds. You don't to think me, you'll be paying, popular? To me, if anything, your 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 argument is that you're not paying for goals. You're paying for this somehow, you know, eight million point floor that just appears out of nowhere. Yes, Zaha has a higher floor than than most other forward eligible type players because he does cut in from the outside. He does get fouled and stuff like that. But is it worthy of paying ninety eight hundred? Like I, I'd, I'd rather lock in midfielder points, than find goals at forward than play, than overpay for Zaha. But like, this is the type of slate where, like, if you're not playing Ward Prowse in your lineup, like, where the hell are you spending the money? So like, in a non Ward Prowse lineup, like, am I gonna just like leave two thousand on the table and not play Zaha? Like, yeah, then Zaha's gonna fit in that line. What do you think, Adam? Is he gonna be popular? I mean, just based off what Jordan's saying, I mean, you're going to look at the odds here, plus 240 odds. And while I don't agree with some of these odds, we have Ashley Young at plus 200 to score, which we talked about last week. Those are incorrect odds. But I don't know. I think I think he's a tournament play is kind of what. Be low, I don't think he'll be low owned. You don't I, think he'll be low? No, owned. I don't think he'll be high owned, but I don't. I, I think Zaha comes in, in in the large field GPP, maybe around 15% or something. Okay, so that'd be fine with me. You know, I um, I want to play some tournament lineups with both Ward Prowse and Zaha. Um, I feel like it's very easy to afford. They're playing in the same game, so it just makes sense. And I feel like Zaha's um, that fifteen percent ownership or whatever it is. Some of those teams won't have Ward Prowse, so I. I can eliminate some of those teams that way. Um, I feel like there's plenty of cheap guys to, to yeah, make it easy. My lineups aren't really going to suffer doing that. So, yeah, I was looking at that route uh, for tournaments, playing the two most expensive players. I, I like I like that idea. Yeah, my thoughts are from these four games, I think Southampton Crystal Palace is most likely to be up and down, whereas, like, you have Aston Villa expected to kind of control and limit what Norwich do. You got the other two matches with, if he if he attacks and mostly defensive approaches, I just think that that ma- that match is the most potential to to have. I mean, I'm I kind of don't agree with the two point six six implied goal total is kind of what I'm getting at. I don't think it should be at the same range as Watford Burnley. Uh, I mean, as I said, these these Southampton matches, they're just not playing a ton of defense right now, but. For, I guess, also with Crystal Palace, uh, before we move to midfield, so there's a chance that Eze starts with Olise. Do we still have the same thoughts on Eze at, at, uh, to start him, easily plug him in at 5,500, even if Olise is in there? 
You know, that it's a downgrade if Olise is in there. It's, right. He's going to lose at least half the set pieces, I would think. Um, still cheap enough. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think he's probably still a decent play, but not one that not wouldn't be a must, I guess. Yeah, because as they played in the midfield last match, he played for, I want to say, Schlupp in the midfield, whereas Olise is basically in Jordan Ayu's position. So Yeah, he, he doesn't do much, Ezzy, when he's not in the front three. Mm-hmm. I mean, he doesn't do much from a fantasy point perspective uh, besides crossing, and, and a lot of those are from set pieces. I mean, when he was in the front three before his injury, he was you know starting to look like a really nice player and getting a lot of peripheral points in other ways but you know I know it's only been a few games but playing in the in the midfield three instead of the front three doesn't seem to be the same player for DFS so yeah, I would from, want the set pieces I would want the set pieces okay yeah yeah from my from what I saw in that match as he's playing on the left side he's basically playing behind Zaha so he's messing around with the ball trying to get it to Zaha so he didn't like Zaha is sitting up there in the left side whereas as he's not really getting that forward as we'd expect from the front three but midfielders here uh james ward prouse 10-4 must in cash games i think we we've covered that pretty well and it's it's uh not much otherwise you think at least on the top end i'll say on the top end it's it's not much i mean we have the potential of wendia starting of elisa starting those guys are a little more expensive. If we want to go the full Villa route, we have guys like McGinn at 6,700 and Luis at 5,100, Ramsey 4,800. So Jordan, what is the next cash play uh, after Ward Prowse here? I think McGinn at 6,700. Take half the set pieces and play 90 minutes every game. He's active in open play. He has, he, I mean, he has an eight, 10 point floor typically. I mean, like, like just give it to me. He's sixty seven hundred. I mean, he's he is the 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 he's the Aston Villa Kevin De Bruyne, right? We're gonna compare all the Aston Villa players, right? We got what? okay. Wait a minute. What? We got okay. We compare all the Aston Villa players because we're gonna treat them like uh like uh, Man City on the slate. We got uh, Ollie Watkins is Gabriel is Gabriel Jesus, right? I guess or 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 Raheem Sterling. Leon okay. Bailey is is Riyad Mahrez. Uh, no, Coutinho is more like Mares. Bailey's more like Foden. And uh, McGinn is De Bruyne. Louise is Gundawan. Uh, no, Ramsey's more like Gundawan. Ramsey's more like Bernardo. Louise is Gundawan. And then you got uh, Matty Cash is Cancelo, and Ashley Young is Zinchenko. So, like, <laughs> just, all you have to do is just play. Just if, if these were the prices of Man City, just who would you play? And there you go. Next thing you know, you got six Man, you got six Aston Villa players in your lineup. Yeah, is, okay. there a, is there a chance we're too high on Aston Villa here? Yeah, you know, I just wanted to throw that in there that this Aston Villa squad has scored two goals in their last five games and really struggled to create chances. I mean, I get it. They're, they're home against Norwich with a high total. And I probably agree with you. McGinn seems pretty safe for cash. Yeah, 10-point floor. I, yeah, 10-point floor seems pretty safe at 90 minutes for sure. Um Villas or Villas Kevin De Bruyne. I don't know about that. Maybe he's Villas Ilke Gundogan when Kevin De Bruyne doesn't start. Uh, I could go with that. But yeah, I think you just probably plug him in. It's safe. I think the last time Aston Villa actually played well 
was kind of what we we're hoping for. It was March 5th. They beat Southampton 4-0. And that was the last time they actually, I think, scored multiple goals. And I guess they won at Leeds. But that last home match against Southampton, that's kind of what we're hoping for uh, with this, you know, Aston Villa heavy lineup. But the so betting they, lines, if you just went by the betting life, I didn't tell you what team it was. I said, okay, there's a team on this on a four-game slate that has a 68% chance to win, a 43% chance at a clean sheet, has an implied total of 2.07 goals. Like, and then the next best was like half of that. Like, you'd be like, okay, well, how much are those guys? I mean, those guys are probably like 9K each, right? Like 9,400. There's one guy at 10-2, right? So it's like Man City. You go, no. No, their, their primary set piece taker is 6,700. And their front line is a 9K guy at $7,700 guy and a $5,800 guy. And their midfield I mean, is 5K, and their their fullbacks are under 6K. It'd be like, like why aren't I playing these guys? I it's hard to argue with that. I I yeah, makes sense. So the move in in tournaments is just to fade Aston Villa. Is kind of what we're we're seeing here. There's going to be a lot of Aston Villa ownership here. I think that's a good move in tournaments. I mean, there are ways to roster Aston Villa if you want to, um, but yeah, it's just. I don't think they're a sure thing to smash Norwich, but obviously they could. Yeah, I mean, we're comparing Aston Villa to Manchester City here on the slate. And what, like you said, Ryan, they've scored however many goals in their last five matches. Not very many. Uh, Manchester City have scored 20 goals in the last five matches. I don't know if we can compare even with the, with the Norwich match. But I know, I know you're, we're looking at the odds and all that, but... Why don't we compare them to PSG? Then? We... Okay, Leon Bailey is like like Messi, and Mbappe <laughs> is really big. Oh, like... <laughs> oh, <my. laughs> All right. Uh, so what... who's the third one, Jordan? Who's your third cash midfielder? Uh, I mean, I think the th- it depends on what you do at defense, but I'm more inclined for for at midfield. There are options. Like if McAllister is in at 5700, that isn't like the end of the world. I, I'm fine. Matinho is always there. 5,500, boring, probably getting six points from him, right? Brownhill, same type of thing as Mateen, same type of player. You know, set some set pieces, doesn't get forward that much, right? You got Trincao, probably won't play 90, but he's at least active. Ramsey's on Villa, so he's going to be, Louise and Ramsey are just there. You could could play them if you want. Uh, But, I mean, to me, the, the floor differences between those guys, to me, is the same as like Imran Luza at 3,900 for Watford at home against Burnley. I don't feel like there's a di- significantly enough difference in floor between Luza and the guys that are like $1,500 more expensive. And Luza does, I mean, he does he does take one or two shots a game. I mean, he did, he's not like this, like holding midfielder that never gets forward and only comes on for corners. Like, so like he, you know, he, he could show up with something and, I just don't – I'm not a thrilled to playing any of these guys, but why am I paying a premium? Like, it seems like Luza – why not pay 39 If Luza was 5000 I would say Luza's an option even with the other guys also. Do you want to play Luza yeah. or Brownhill or any – like, so, like, if I could get an $1,100 discount, why not just plug him in? Yeah, no, I agree. I'd go with Luza. I think – yeah, I agree with everything you said. His floor is very similar to any of those guys uh, all the way up to McAllister. Um, 
he has been shooting more. I think he has a little bit more upside than people might think. Um, I know he's thought of as like more of a deep lying midfielder, but when they're using a midfield three that has Soko and Kuchka, who are also, you know, deeper players, uh, Luza gets forward more than you'd think. So yeah, I, I, I would go with him. Um, just quickly about that, that 5k range. Yeah. Similar players with similar floors. Um, but Brownhill for me, um, better than Moutinho, better than Louise from just a footballing standpoint and from upside. He has more upside than Ashley Westwood. Um, he gets forward slightly more, um, just like slightly better physically. So if I had to pick one of those guys, it'd be, it'd be Brownhill, but I agree. Like, for cash games, and if you're just talking about floor, I don't know why you just wouldn't pay all the way down for Luza. It's it's a good matchup, home against Burnley. I think this is the game that uh, Jacob Ramsey scores again, 4,800. Uh, I mean, he's another one of these Villa pieces, but I assume you guys haven't been keeping up on the Aston Villa Twitter feed, but I, he signed a new contract this week, and uh, there's been a lot of talk of, uh, how how well Jacob Ramsey's playing. He's still young and how he's looked and how he's improving and how he's working. Uh, Steven Gerrard just had, he was asked about him in his press conference. I think it was today. Uh, I just think a uh, goal is, is headed his way today, just based off of uh, the Villa Twitter feed. So that's my take for the week. I, I think that's a good call. You know, we, we've liked Ramsey on this podcast for a while. Yeah. He, he's, really good i mean obviously not in consideration for cash games because he pr- doesn't have much of a floor but uh yeah he he should have some opportunities for yeah but i mean he is bernardo silva though at, <laughs> right jacob 4, ramsey is the bernardo at, silva of 4800 bernardo silva bernardo silva's been crushing there you go there, there you go mm-hmm. i think uh because of the matchup, I'd say his floor is still around five points. I mean, you look at the recent results, and I think some of those are matchups, but now you're home against Norwich. I think his floor is, is at yeah, least I think around five points. points. So it's not yeah. like the worst thing. Jacob yeah. Ramsey has about the same anytime goal scoring odds as Wilfred Zaha. Wow. That, that's crazy considering Zaha takes penalties. <laughs> And these odds. Well, I guess, you know, the, the odds love Villa. I mean, so just get, get as much Villa in as you can. Yeah. Uh, for tournaments, what do we think of going with, so Southampton are home against Crystal Palace. Uh, there are some, I assume, like Stuart Armstrong, 6,500, not going to be popular. Elianusi, 6,300, not going to be popular. Uh, those guys in that just like mid-range where – around the John McGinn range that probably won't get too many looks, but uh, you guys have any thoughts for uh, tournaments or guys who won't be popular? I think I'm more likely to play those guys in non-Ward Prowse lineups. Okay. They're the ones that score their goal and Ward Prowse doesn't. You know, it's a game where Ward Prowse only has like 11 fantasy points, but El Niasi has, you know, you, you pair El Niasi with uh, Adams or something and you get the, you know, El Niasi has 16 points. Adams has, has two goals with the assist and Ward Prowse like gets a plenty of peripherals, but is just not involved in any of the goals. So I'm more likely to to play those guys without Ward Prowse. So for the fading JWP lineups, your hope is that like Southampton score in the first half kind of a thing. They don't rack up ton of set pieces. 
and maybe he maxed out at what 10, yeah, four 10 points? To 12 or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That happens. Yeah. I mean, their, their fullbacks are worthy of, I mean, I, I, Southampton is a, is a much more fantasy friendly team outside of their forwards. So like, I have no problem, like not in a non-Ward Prowse lineup playing Perot or Walker Peters alongside like Adams and Brogia and going for like the, you know, that's the cross that gets the goal in twice and Ward Prowse sitting there. I mean, yeah, he takes eight corners and he takes three free kicks and he's still sitting there with double digit points. It's just that his at 10, four, just not needed. Like, he could be in the winning lineup. He could just not be in the winning lineup. And Southampton skill, like I want a Southampton two nothing game, so I get the clean sheet. You play four. You play Forster plus one of the the the. You play both of the fullbacks. Play one of the forwards, and you try to get double digits out of all your players, and hope that it burns. Like I, I'm assuming Ward Prowse and GPP is going to be over fifty percent on this slate. And it just like Ward Prowse just becomes a piece that you don't need. Now I'm not saying he's sitting there with four points, but he just becomes a piece that doesn't need to be in the winning line. Would a fade uh, GWP lineup? Would it be smart to just, uh, depending who starts for Palace, just plug in Palace's set piece taker? Like if Elise is starting without Eze, put him in the fade JWP lineup. Now I'm more likely to put. put I'm more likely to play both sides if I'm going to do that. Right. Like I want the, well, if a goal gets scored early and the game opens up, like that opens up fantasy points for both sides. Yeah. So, so but you get the you get a early Southampton goal not from Ward Prowse, but then on the other end of that, you're you're going to get set pieces from Crystal Palace. Yeah, but is they that early in the game? Are they going to are they going to dramatically change their style in, in eight minutes in with one goal being scored? No. Well, it's more like it's more likely the home team continues to dominate possession in that scenario until it's at least two nothing into the second half. So like the, yeah, the worrying thing I have with Southampton is that multiple times this season, when they've scored early, when they've scored in the first half, they like to just kind of sit back and accept like a one nil, two nil result kind of thing. They don't, right, that's what you know, I they want, don't, a two nil result. Right. They don't continue attacking. But in, in that instance, then you want this crystal palace set piece taker because you know, if yeah, but not with the defense, the if half, I'm playing fought, if I'm, it's not about the set. I don't care about the floor of the opposing set piece taker. I care about the ceiling. So if I'm going to be playing for the goalkeeper and, and a defender from that team, I want the clean sheet, which means, the set right, piece well, taker, yeah. I don't want a goal or an assist from, so why am I playing them in the same lineup for GPP? If, yeah. Adam, I were to play not the goalkeeper and none of the – if I was going to play uh, El Niasi and Adams only from Southampton, then you, then I would agree with you. Then playing – Yeah, I was assuming you weren't playing the Southampton keeper. Yeah, I was assuming you weren't playing McCarthy or whoever's starting here. Right. I said that. That's what I said. All right. Well, okay. I knew what you meant. I knew what you meant, Adam. Um, I, I, yeah, no, I think, I think if you're going to fade Ward Prowse and play a Southampton forward, it makes a lot of sense to also play Olise. Um, if he like didn't start, I don't know if I'd want to play. Uh, you don't play a guy that doesn't start. No, right, right, right. No, I was going to bring up Gallagher just like, cause he was talking about whoever the set piece taker is. Like I want to go outside in 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 tournaments, so I want it to be Elise. Yeah, we're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 
Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. So, Defender here. Of course, we have Lucas Dina is out. 7,600. Uh, we don't have to think about him. It's uh, kind of a mixed bag. Uh, we have, I don't know if I want to play Johnny at 5,900, but I said that, I think I said that last week, and then he had a 10-point floor at Burnley, but Brighton matchup, a little difficult. I think we have, I think we have, I don't know, 10 guys who are seemingly in the same range because we're not dealing with set pieces. Eight Nari isn't starting anymore. We just have, you know, this mixed bag here of, of what, 5K to 6K guys. And then if you don't have money for them, it seems like both of you guys are fine with spending down on whoever kind of a thing. Do you have anyone that stands out in cash games, Jordan? No. I mean, it, by default, it's going to be the Aston Villa fullbacks, Cash and Young. Like, that would be the default to me. The Southampton guys are okay. I mean, like, uh, Perot is 4,600. They're okay. I mean, just like whatever fits to me and obviously Aston Villa or Man City on this slate. So I'm going to lean towards the Villa guys, but I mean, Ryan pointed out in his article, like it, would I rather play Josh King at 3,700 in a forward spot or would I rather play Connor Cody at 2,700 in a defender spot with the wolves having a decent clean sheet odds. I probably punted defender and not have to play a, a forward with no floor and just, Make sure I get points. I This is the type of slate where it's quite possible that it's quite possible without an assist or a goal, no defender scores double digits. Like none, none of the defenders on this entire slate. I'm assuming without a goal or without an assist or anything. Mm-hmm. So in that case, why am I spending 5K for anyone that's not an Aston Villa player? I mean, like, because of how big of a favorite they are and how more possession they're going to have. So... Like, is Lamptey in? Is that worth playing against Wolves? I don't know, right? The Kamara at 5,000. It just seems like all the defenders are overpriced. Yeah, you know, I have a feeling that Johnny might be the death of me again. Um, I haven't played him once this season, but he's started six matches and he's never scored less than 9.2 fantasy points. 
Um, you mentioned his floor last week. He had 10 floor points by halftime. I don't know how he ended with that. Or he had like nine floor points at half. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm joking, obviously. But Johnny's been good. I mean, those those Wolves fullbacks get much further forward than the other fullbacks on this slate. So I think they do have more upside. I mean, if you look, Johnny's taken one or two shots every game. He had a goal in back-to-back games. Uh, Semedo scored in one of the cup games uh, right before he got injured a month or two ago. But yeah, I mean, the Villa guys probably are the best just because of the matchup, but I'm not excited to pay 5,800 for cash or 5,400 for young the thing is you can probably just afford it like i've been saying with the other with sort of with everything else on this slate so yeah well i think it's fine to roster center backs because there's not much opportunity cost probably i do agree with what jordan said it wouldn't shock me if none of the defenders score double digits um i still don't want to roster a center back if i don't have to but i think it's fine I don't but know. If, if, if you're playing, if you're playing Imran Luza at 3,900 in your lineup, you don't even have to. Right. Right. Like you don't even have, like if, if you're not, if, oh, I want to play Brownhill instead. And then you move, you know, you move Ashley Young down to whoever the, I mean, like, or a goalkeeper or something like the pricing on this slate is soft when, especially when they price Man City so low. Yep. No, I agree. What Adam, so anyone call Aston Villa Man City for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> Who sticks out to you, Adam? I think this is so. Last week, Maddie Cash uh, was not good. Maddie Cash had yeah, and both of us said he was better than Ashley Young. And look <laughs> how that turned out. So he had two point nine points. He was forty nine hundred, and then Ashley Young at sixteen point one at thirty eight hundred. I think people are going to see that, and they're going to glue to Ashley Young and not go to Cash. So I think the tournament route is go with cash because people are going to see that recent game and cash is going to be owned. Also, it's not like he's going to be low owned. Well, I mean, why would, unless you're spending on both Villa defenders, like why would you spend on cash and not young? Why would you not spend on both? Why not both? That meme? Why not both? Yeah. Well, you keep saying that, but you don't have. Yeah. You have all the money in the world. I built don't know. You could spend on all, you could play all the Aston Villa players with no problem. You're you prefer- can't look. I kind of agree with both of you guys, but I like like Jordan's preferred lineup had JWP, McGinn, McNeil, and Watkins in it. Like you're not getting two five K defenders in there. Nope. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I'm I telling this, you, you are. I have it pulled are. up right here. All right, let me. You got three K left for goalkeeper and utility. No, Sorry, I don't know what you're building. What, what lineup are you building? I got McNeil, Watkins, oh, No, no McNeil, no McNeil. Well, yeah, this was the situation where right. if Bailey wasn't starting, okay, you're like, no, okay, now, now, what happens I'll if, just what, put in McNeil. What happens, what happens if, uh, if Phil Foden starts for Aston Villa, <laughs> a.k.a. Leon Bailey? <laughs> yeah, so in that situation, you can't spend on cash and both young. If, if uh, Bailey doesn't start. Okay, well, I'm going by if Bailey starts. Right. We, if yeah, that's Bailey, what I was getting at earlier. You can't. Okay, well, then you figure it out then. Then you play Connor Cody or something, right? Do you guys want to play Connor Cody without Jose Sa? Or does it not matter? No, I would never do that in tournaments. Okay. 
Yeah, I mean, I, you just look at Connor Cody's game log, and it's like, what are you trying to get right here? <laughs> yeah, I'm not trying to tout Connor Cody, um, but you know, it, I would play him with Sa. Um, just as far as Cash and Young, I know what you're saying, Adam. Like, I think Young could be twice as owned as Cash. I mean, what, forty to twenty or fifty to twenty-five? I don't know. I'm just you know making up percentages but i see what you're saying yeah i think people would rather play young um but you can definitely just play both of them also i mean the lineup is very obvious that jordan talked about that has six aston villa guys i mean it's just very very obvious and it makes a lot of sense so yeah yeah i mean you just look at all these defenders though it just feels like they're all in the in the same range you can all talk about them the same way uh like this you get connor roberts it seems expensive at 59 5100 but for some reason so after sean deitch was, was sacked uh connor roberts and mcneil i think both were actually benched under deitch and now they've like kind of been revived under the u23 managers and they're kind of i don't know freed up and like we have roberts hitting what he had the goal and then 11 points last match. I mean, you could say this about all these guys in this range. So you just have a wide range of guys to go to, but the Aston Villa ones will probably be most popular because they are the biggest favorite. So, I mean, but otherwise you go down and it's, it's not below the 5k range is it's not as pretty uh, like below Peral is like, you're getting to, if you want to pay, what 4100 for Tyrone Mings at center back uh there's not uh there's not much below here I guess what Nathaniel Klein if he starts he's down here but yeah I don't don't want to play I don't really want to play Klein I'd rather play a set I don't I don't ever want to play the Palace fullbacks I'd, re- I'd probably rather play a center back than them um, so would we rather spend 5k to get the 8 to 10 points from both of our defenders or use that money to spend up on like a McNeil and get one of these center backs who could be on two points or something for tournaments or I mean, just in general. Cause I mean, this is what Jordan was talking about. If Bailey's not starting, he'd plug in McNeil and then move one of your five K defenders down to one of these center backs. Okay. Well, I'll just say this for tournaments. Um, even though these fullbacks don't seem great, and they're not, I still think it's an edge to not roster a center back, even on this slate. You're just going to outscore people that roster center backs, you know, still by five, six points. And the fact that there aren't clear cut options besides like Ward Prowse and Villa, um, you're going to be able to make those points up. There's going to be some cheap goals somewhere. Um, So I still want to roster fullbacks. And to be cl- to be clear, my McNeil thing is for cash games, and I don't mind a center back to punt in cash games. But from a ceiling perspective, I agree with Ryan. Right, it- and I, sh- I I I know I know I don't have to say this, but I don't mind a center back in tournaments either. Of course, they can score goals. Of course, they can score eight points with just a clean sheet. So I'll have some lineups that have a a center back as well, probably paired with the keeper. Jordan, for cash games with your center back play, would does it matter to? Uh- Correlate that with your goalkeeper? No. Okay. I mean, you're just you're looking for median you're outcomes. Just, right. You're just trying for four points kind of a thing. Right. And in fact, like I'm more likely, 
like on this slate, it's quite possible that like I may prefer to play Martinez at goalkeeper over McNeil in that situation that you're even saying with the, if Bailey's not in because the clean, the, the, the win and clean sheet odds are just so much greater than everyone else. Like a goalkeeper to me, there's two options that I'm, I would look to play and that's Martinez and saw right. 4,600 for saw is too cheap for those clean sheet odds. But Martinez's clean shot are away. I mean, the, the win odds, like, do I want, do I, am I, do I want Matt Cash and Jose Sa, or do I want to just lock in 10 points from Aston Villa goalkeeper? I mean, for, for I mean, from Ederson at goalkeeper, because obviously Aston Villa is Man City. Uh, I think I prioritize the goal. I, pri- I think I prioritize the go- paying up a goalkeeper than I do like, making sure I have McNeil at forward. I just don't think McNeil, McNeil's a great floor play, but he's not a priority. So it's like, I don't mind like paying down at forward a little bit to, to be able to just lock in points at a position that is, that is typically highly varied on a slate like this. If these games were much more even, if Aston Villa was, if this was Aston Villa versus some other team and it was just all these games have two and a half totals and they're all pickums then to me, the goalkeeper wouldn't matter at all. Then it's just like, pick whatever goalkeeper you want. Just in comparison to their price, Martinez is actually too cheap. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm, I'm just uh, spending some time looking through uh, defenders here. We got Tarkowski at 2,900. If you of want, of course, you at the Burnley center backs. Of course, if you want a center back, if you want a center back, 2,900. Tarkowski has a few shots in his last couple matches. And Watford have allowed the most free kick crosses in the league this season and the second most corner crosses in the league this season. So plug in McNeil and Brownhill and Tarkowski, and you got a squad. Um, yeah, I agree with all that, except I'd probably – I wouldn't play both McNeil and Brownhill, just one of them. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to save that much money. Uh, if you're going with Tarkowski, you're telling but... me there's not going to be. You're not telling me Tarkowski won't have two goals, one off a left-sided right. set piece and one off. What? Right. <laughs> Wait, what was it last week that we got that Brentford goal score, or is that two weeks ago? We got Janssen. Was that last week? Yeah, that was two. I think that was two weeks ago. Right. On just uh, Janssen. Yeah, yeah, on an Ericsson 96th minute assist <laughs> when I played him on zero lineups and he was uh... so popular. Yeah. Um, so goalkeeper is 44% with Martinez here at 5,800, uh, Jordan, you just, we're talking about him. So we got that. If we don't have the money for Martinez, we go all the way down here. Forster is 5,100. There isn't really anyone else that stands out. Like you look at the clean sheet percentage, we have Wolverhampton at 33%, Southampton's 29, and then even Brighton here at 31 and a couple other teams at 27. So it's really... You just instead of even looking at like the five K range, you either go Martinez or you go down to uh, Guaita. I don't know about that. None but... of the none of them. The, the only the basically there's three goalkeepers on this slate. I guess there's they're Martinez, all in the same range. Yeah. There's Cruel and there's everyone else. So like every all the other keepers outside of the Aston Villa Norwich game, their win odds and their clean sheet odds are are close enough to each other. And the cheapest in comparison to their odds is Saw. So, like, if you're going to choose between the rest of the bunch, Saw would be my choice. But you can make a case for any. I mean, just whatever salary is left, 
that doesn't like isn't like negatively correlated to the rest of your lineup, just plug the guy in. Yeah, yeah. all these guys are like the same price. I agree. I saw saw would be the next pick just because just like Jordan said, uh, I believe he's the sixth sixth cheapest keep keeper, but has the second best clean sheet odds. That's a pretty big difference. Maybe he's the fifth cheap, sorry, fifth most expensive keeper, but has the second best clean sheet odds. So that's something. Yes, sixth. Yeah. So yeah, we're talking. I assume if we're, you don't want to have cruel going against Manchester City, but, (laughs) but wait, let's actually pull up cruel against Manchester City. What are these? What do the numbers look like? Hmm. Zero five, uh, no saves, negative 9.4 points. Wow. Okay. Uh, uh, maybe we don't want cruel. All right. So we don't want cruel. Do you guys want cruel? Yeah, I don't want cruel, but if I don't have any villa, I, I might play him in a couple tournament lineups, but still maybe not like just because you don't play Ashton, Aston Villa doesn't mean you have to play cruel. Yeah, you'd probably play Cruel if you don't have Bailey, Watkins, Coutinho. Um, I mean, that's maybe and Ramsey. I mean, you're trying, you're going for the floors with with McGinn and Louise, kind of a thing. So maybe play Cruel in those lineups. There's yeah. not going to be a need to play Cruel in lineups unless you're playing like Ward Prowse and Zaha together. I mean, like, like right. even in the lineups that you why don't aren't play you Aston doing Villa. that? Right. No, there's not. There's just, there's not going to be a need. Yeah, right, not, like, you still have all the salary to spend on anything you want anyway. Right, and like even if those all the Aston Villa guys you fade and they all bust, I mean, then Ings comes in in the 60th and scores a brace. So the fact so you that play you play Ings ruins that's the contrarian thing. You play the bench. <laughs> the contrarian thing is to play a Villa sub. So I got Zaha, Ward, Prowse, Brownhill, and Tarkowski here in this lineup, and I still got enough money for Martinez. So there we go. That works. <laughs> All right, that's uh, that's it for the slate. Uh, a lot of Villa talk. I don't know. Does uh, I mean you a lot the of jersey Villa... on? I don't know why you're not. You, you, you should love the fact that we keep on talking about Aston Villa, like they're the greatest team ever when they're not. I mean, I can only talk about Man City so much. It just gets to me. Like I said at the beginning, it's it's just a lot. But is there any? I kind of mentioned the Southampton Crystal Palace match is the one that sticks out to me in terms of one I'm going to focus on more if I, if I don't want Villa a heavy lineup. Uh, does it, are either of you guys looking for tournaments just at this Wolves-Brighton game, at the Watford-Burnley game? Uh, do we have any interest in playing those games? I think the Wolves-Brighton game is the worst game out of the four. I would rank that the games Aston Villa-Norwich 1, Southampton Crystal Palace 2, Watford-Burnley 3, and Wolves-Brighton 4. So the tournament move is Raul Jimenez and Huang with uh, Wellbeck or something. Hope that yeah, and game Dead goes Docker just and and Connor Cody. You put Connor Cody in that lineup. Yeah, yeah. Right, just you stack that game. Yeah, probably. I don't mind. Yeah, so no, go ahead. Yeah, I'm just just probably the le- that'll probably be the least popular game. Wolves and Brighton. That's the that's the general thought. I guess two point three implied goal total here. Yeah, and while I don't like that game either, um, the other games besides Villa, you know, aren't like amazing targets. So I think if you are going to maybe stack Villa, uh, a way to get different would be to play a piece from the Wolves or Brighton game. They're decent prices, and 
of course they could score. Um, I don't like want to go there, but yeah, I mean, like like we've been saying, sure, Aston Villa are like PSG and Man City, but they aren't. This isn't a slate with with well, Man. You're saying City. they're more like Bayern then. So uh, Leon Bailey <laughs> is more like uh, <laughs> Ollie Watkins is uh, Lewandowski, Lewandowski, and yeah. uh, Coutinho is more like Thomas Muller. So That's if you want to do that, obvious. I'm fine with that also. Yeah, but I'm just saying that this isn't a slate where like you need where it's like Man City are almost a given to score so many goals or Liverpool, their guys are going to get their numbers no matter what. This isn't a slate where a couple weeks ago, Ronaldo is minus 200 to score and you needed him in your lineup kind of a thing. This is a, this is a slate where, you know, any of these teams could fail to score. Even Vaston Villa could fail to score. Wait until uh, they win six, nothing. Uh, that, hey, that could happen too. Uh, <laughs> and I guess cash games will be kind of easy then, hopefully. But, I mean, in that situation, like, why not? Why couldn't the Wolves-Brighton game have more skulls? I mean, it's just it's just more possible than, like, the previous slates we've been talking about is... is no, I agree with you. Yeah. I agree as well. All right, we're on the agreement. So that's, uh, that's all we got for the show. But this has been... We got a four-game slate for Saturday, April 30th. And we got some more. There's, I think there are no more three-game Saturday slates the rest of the way. So that's that's a positive. But uh, there is a two-gamer on Sunday. I might get something out for that. But, again, Jordan mentioned earlier, rotowire.com slash soccer trial, free 10-day trial, no credit card required. You can get this cheat sheet that I've been using. And it has a little bit of everything that you need to win at DraftKings. And we're getting down to king of the pitch, so hopefully we can uh, get some more tickets this weekend. Um, but other than that, Jordan, Ryan, thanks for joining me. Jordan is at BlenderHD on Twitter. Ryan is at Ryan Belongi. And we will be back as usual next week. Thanks, guys. And good luck winning with uh, Jacob Ramsey in your lineups. Thanks, guys. Good luck. <laughs>